0: Hey everybody, I'm Leah Um, Callan-Butler. If we haven't met before, I'm the director of Emphasis. We are an investment and advisory firm that is focused on web three for social innovation. Um, I'm actually based in the Philippines, and uh, I was the writer and narrator of a mini documentary called Play to Earn which was all about the rise of NFT gaming in the Philippines. If you haven't seen it, please do check it out on YouTube. And I also write an opinion column for Coindesk, which is really looking at how blockchain has been adopted across Southeast Asia. So I think the stories there are quite different to what we see in America. Um, But today we're going to be talking about something quite different. I'm very lucky to have Brian here with me. We're gonna be talking about NFTs and politics. I don't know if you thought that was a, an obvious connection to make, but I think you'll be sold by the end of this conversation. So <laughs> <laughs> Brian, thank you for being here. Yeah. Brian's the, the CEO of Numero. So uh, I'd love for you actually though, like before we dive straight into this conversation, you have a very interesting background. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into crypto. What is your experience in this space before what you're doing now?
1: Yeah, I got into crypto in a pretty interesting place. I was working at the White House and my role there was to help figure out how emerging technologies can um, uh, help the president and his administration achieve his policy goals. This is during uh, President Obama's administration. And so my role was to figure out, okay, how do we use the sharing economy in the wake of Hurricane Sandy? So one of the tasks that I got um, assigned to me was, well, what is Bitcoin and what is this cryptocurrency thing? This is even before Ethereum. Wow. And so I wrote the White House memo on, uh, on Bitcoin and briefed the president on, on Bitcoin, and, and he got it pretty quickly.
0: And David Cameron too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, him as well and, and a few other heads of state. It was, it, was, uh, it was an interesting time. And I think, you know, I, I hear folks talk about government like it's this inanimate object. But the truth is it's just made up of people like you and me. And um, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're much more curious. Than, um, than you might think and I think we see that in uh, the bipartisanship that we're seeing uh, on stage this week with several prominent senators putting out a new bill.
0: And then you also uh, established the MIT Crypto Research Lab, is that right? Yeah. So
1: yeah, I got so into <laughs> uh, crypto at the White House that I left after four years and started the research lab at MIT, uh, the Digital Currency uh, Initiative. and. Um, and, uh, and love that, but then had a calling to go run for Congress in my hometown in Orange County, California.
0: Amazing. So, okay, so we've got up to now, so tell us about Numero. What, what are you doing now? What's your focus now?
1: So, when I ran for Congress, I raised a quarter of a million dollars in cryptocurrency, which was broke all kinds of records, and no one had ever seen that before. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of challenges making it regulatory compliant, but we had an amazing team who was able to figure it out. Um, And, you know, ultimately, through that experience, of seeing how hard it was, um, what we did is we started a company, um, that uh, Numero, that uh, helped uh, campaigns with their political fundraising through the software that we built. And uh, what we're going to be launching soon is a new platform called Electables. So collectables for elected officials. Nice. And what it allows them to do is sell uh, NFTs to raise money for their campaigns.
0: But why NFTs and politics? Can you break that down for me?
1: <laughs> so uh, campaigns and politics is actually very similar to sports. And we've seen the earliest adopters of NFTs being sports teams and professional leagues mm. um, from La Liga to um, the NBA with Top Shot selling more than a billion dollars. Uh, that was the
0: biggest breakout NFT that project. That was a big like breakout,
1: brought, brought a lot of people in. Like, oh my God, what is made happening It's super here? easy to buy yeah, yeah. NFTs, that's right. And I think what, when you actually kind of take a peek back and you go, okay, well, you have supporters of people who are run for office and that's kind of like a team and they wear their merch. And then you, you dig a little further and you're like, oh, all right, well, what was the annual, you know, revenue for a season for the NBA? It was like $11 billion. All right, well, what's the, like, revenue or amount of contributions for political campaigns in the United States? $17 billion. It's actually wow. much bigger. And then you take it a step further, and you go, well, let's look at their social followings. Turns out most elected leaders have a bigger social following than the professional sports teams (laughs) from where they're from. So Amy Mm -hmm. Klobuchar has, Senator Klobuchar has more followers than I think the Vikings. You've got Stacey Abrams who's running for governor who's got more followers than her World Series winning Atlanta Braves or Atlanta Falcons. You've got... Maxine, Congresswoman Maxine Waters has got more followers than Super Bowl winning LA Rams. And so it's pretty amazing to then quickly realize that this is actually much bigger than Major League Baseball or, or, or the NFL. And quite frankly, the impact is a lot more important.
0: I have to admit, I'd never thought about it that way until you actually pointed out like the kind of community aspect that goes with politics, that opportunity for advocacy, how people want to be able to demonstrate ownership to a particular group. Um, It seems like a really good use case. However, I mean we have seen like a lot of hyperbolic promises um, Not just around NFTs, but also around politics. You know, how is this actually different?
1: Yeah, what I I love about this is a couple things. So, you know one uh, People have mixed views. It's uh, NFTs are polarizing you love them or you hate them, Mm. when you ask people what they hate about them, oftentimes it's the speculation aspect of it. But there's so much more to NFTs than speculation. And so in building out this platform, when people are making that contribution, they're gaining an NFT. And when you talk to Donors who are donating 50 bucks, they want uh, rewards and they want engagement and they want to be thanked. And so what we're doing with these NFTs is you can say, hey, I need to raise $50,000 for my new ad. Awesome. Mm. Okay, well, let's sell a 1,000 NFTs for 50 bucks a pop. And the NFT owners get to see uh, the TV ad before anyone else and they can see it with the elected official and they can see the director and they can talk about it. They get engagement. Uh, With the elected official and learn more what's happening behind the scenes and be able to put their money behind it and be able to support that and then what's even more interesting is they have a public gallery of NFTs, and you start to see who the grassroots supporters are that are identifying the candidates in primaries before they become big time. What happens when you Mm. you were the donor to Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez in the primary, not in the general, before she became big? What happens when you were the donor to State Senator Barack Obama, who then becomes President Obama? And then you have a history, you have a resume of being early and right. That's what happens when grassroots supporters start to turn into grassroots influencers and people start to look at who are the most informed grassroots supporters who can um, who are identifying our best candidates in this country.
0: Yeah, I love you were telling me something too, we actually just caught up yesterday to have a bit of a chat about this, and you were even telling me about like merch around George Washington's inauguration. Like yeah. I love this idea of digital merch. Um, but I guess what it's saying to me, too, is that this sounds like something that would be very appealing to a very broad audience, normies, if I may put yeah. it, you know, non crypto native people. So crypto kind of has, like, a few barriers to get into, sure. though, right? Like, it's a huge learning curve. So how are you actually going to onboard real people that, you know, don't have a MetaMask and haven't used crypto before? Like, how do you yeah. get them into this?
1: So to your point, Campaign Merch has been around since the announced- Of George Washington. It's been buttons, it's been pins, it's Mm. been t shirts, it's been posters, um, baseball caps, and so it's been with us for a long time. The fact that we haven't digitized it is just mind boggling. Mm. So, this is the digitization of merch, which is pretty exciting. But then, how do you make it as easy to buy a digital collectible as it is to buy a baseball cap or a t shirt? So what we did is we built on, 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 on Flow, uh, the Flow blockchain. And what we did is we made it super seamless and regulatory compliant so anyone can go. You don't have to have a MetaMask wallet. You don't have to have Ethereum, you don't have any of that. You can go there. You can buy the NFT with your credit card. In the background, what we're doing is we're setting up a custodial wallet. We're minting the NFT. We're depositing the NFT all within 15 seconds. And then they have this beautiful public gallery. Um, and Here's here's another benefit, and this is how grassroots supporters become grassroots influencers. Every NFT comes with a referral link. So when they share that NFT, when they flex that digitally online, hey, I just supported this great candidate. You should, too, buy this NFT. They'll be notified, and there's a leaderboard of everyone um, and how many new donors they brought on board, which is pretty exciting as well.
0: I love that around uh, how grassroots supporters become grassroots influencers. There must be a lot of parallels that you can draw, actually, between like politics and influencers, the way they're able to sort of garner communities and engage them and, yeah. you know, deliver important messages. But, you know, what do you think, like, in terms of the journey? Um, do you really expect, are people going to actually go online and claim their NFT and kind of learn how to send it to a new wallet if they want to? Are you seeing that that might be the progression of a lot of these people? Is that the point?
1: Yeah. yeah. Most people know what an NFT is. doesn't mean that most people have an NFT. It's clearly not, 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 not that many people have NFTs. And so um, it's pretty exciting when you get an email and you say, hey, you just spent 50 bucks, now you can claim that NFT. Now with that NFT, you're able to access this event um, going forward. If we sell out of these 1,000 NFTs, we'll host this event. Um, so it makes it a lot easier for them to do. And there's a general curiosity about NFTs. I was talking to my parents uh, this weekend. And I'm not going to reveal their age, but, you know, they're obviously <laughs> older than me. And, you know, even my mom was like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy an NFT. I've, been, I've heard about these things. I'm curious <laughs> now, you know, like, she's, she's still on Facebook. So, you know, if you're still on Facebook, you kind of know where you're at technologically. And so she's, uh, even she's, you know, interested in doing this, but, like, she's not going to get a private key and a MetaMask and yeah. Ethereum and all that stuff. And this allows her to do it with her, with her credit card.
0: Yeah, I, I'm so on board with that because I really think that the next wave of users that we see come in, yeah. you know, they're not, this, they're not going by the same sort of not your keys, not your coins, yeah. or, you know, like that you have to be your own bank type of ideology, and, and that's fine. Some people can believe that, but I think, you know, the broader audience is going to want something a lot simpler and more accessible.
1: Yeah, and to that point, to me, the launch of Electables is going to be the AOL CD-ROM moment. So as you remember, mm. when yeah, the yeah. internet was starting to become mainstream, most people's first time with that was like on CompuServe or AOL. And the reason it went mainstream was in part because Steve Case probably sent out a billion, you know, AOL CDs. I think we all probably had three or four copies ourselves, right? And so um, this campaign send hundreds of millions of campaign emails every week. So I don't know, OpenSea, I hear they have like a million users or two million users. I don't really know how many it is, but it's a rounding error compared to the number of emails that (laughs) political campaigns send every week. So this is an opportunity to onboard the next 10 million NFT users and uh, it's going to grow the community. And I think that's pretty exciting for anyone who's at this conference or watching the stream to know that you've got many more uh, millions of people coming to that space. I think it's incumbent at us as people who work in this space is to look at the people that we serve and find the best ways to onboard them with the incentives and the rewards that they want to be rewarded with.
0: What do you actually get? So like, you know, if I was going to make a donation to a campaign, like what are the kinds of things that you could actually get? We talked about merch, but I'm just wondering like in terms of digital stuff, what can you actually get?
1: So we have some campaigns that, uh, uh, gosh, I don't want to share too much here. Um, but they're like <laughs> planting like, Easter eggs into their NFTs. Um, others are um, using pictures from historic moments in their campaign or going Ooh. back in time to say like, this is a picture of me when I like, first ran. So we're hearing all these different ideas. And I think what's most exciting about this is you know, in terms of campaign fundraising, there hasn't been any innovation in the last 10 years, mm. right? We've got payment processing. We've got uh, Facebook ads. we got email and text. And that's been going on since you know, Barack Obama. And so now this is the first medium that this industry has, had to, uh, has, has been able to use in 10 or 20 years. They have so much built up, pent up creativity because all of that has been exhausted on the existing mediums. And ultimately what we're all working on is a new canvas. So this is a new canvas and, and people in, in, in politics are super excited. I was having lunch with, with, uh, with a prominent chief of staff and, and his ideas were just like blazing a mile a minute. I couldn't even keep up with them. Mm. So this is going to be a real neat opportunity to allow for creativity to, um, to reward. And I think ultimately the winner of this is going to be grassroots donors who are going to get more types of engagement mm. and creative engagement and more types of. Um, of of of, uh, of collectibles because you know if you're if you're moving around you're really gonna take that yard sign from every house that you go but ultimately this is your digital collectible wallet and it's proof that you were right and early on all these amazing candidates.
0: Yeah, I really love that idea too about digital collectibles, but it seems to be beyond. Uh, a lot of people just kind of think of NFTs around sort of flipping them. It's about mm. their resale value or you know just speculation on market, but this sounds more like as you were saying like owning a piece of history, demonstrating membership, right. you know, a way to communicate ideologies. So yeah. is that where you're going with this, this? Or do you think people are still just going to buy and flip?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this I, I, this isn't going to be a speculation. That's like that's like asking a, a Yankees fan if, you know, they're going to like resell their Yankees jersey. Like, yeah, never, not going to happen, never. right? And so, you know, is there a place and time for that in the future? Maybe. But right now, in this moment, the folks that we're working with, the speculative, exist with NFTs are not of interest to them and you know we've created uh, they have a custodial wallet and um, and they'll be you know in that custodial wallet at a certain point in the future we'll give them an eject button to web3 and they can get their private keys and they can do what they want in the future but for now um, uh, it's, it's you know the NFT is serving in a part as, uh, as a certificate of authenticity. For them, that they were the mm. person who owned that at, the, at that right time um, and getting those rewards. So it's about creativity and engagement and pride of ownership instead of uh, speculation, which has been the key form of utility for most <laughs> NFTs to this point. And so what's really exciting is we're starting to do new things with this medium because it's not just speculation. There are so many more creative outlets with NFTs as a medium.
0: Yeah, it's going in a really interesting direction around like looking at digital identity, on-chain reputation, how we actually sort of express ourselves online and how people can see us and also like uh, sort of demonstrate that provenance. So I love the idea of sort of having like a digital timeline too, which yeah. if you can go back in history and show when you were supporting certain people or certain ideologies and campaigns at the time. I mean it sounds great, but you know, what sort of challenges do you think there are in terms of getting people to adopt this? It sounds like you've removed a lot of the real Challenges in terms of yeah. like just using crypto and helping people take that first step But do you see any other channel challenges that could come up along the way? Yeah? I think
1: it's important in how we talk about it, right? So these yeah. are digital collectibles. These are, this is digital merch mm. and um, Sure, I can call it nfts and I can also say to you. Yeah, and I'm gonna send you um, An email via SMTP, but that would be like weird for me to say right like <laughs> we could talk about TCP IP settings And that would be weird to say as well, but we don't we just say, like, you know, click on the Wi-Fi, like, like, we've gotten past that. That's not how we talk to people. So, you know, whether people end up calling these NFTs or digital collectibles or digital merch, like, you know, I think sometimes language gets in the way. Language is the barrier, mm. um, and we need to get past that and, and get to the, uh, the point of what it's actually giving to people.
0: Yeah, just like, I guess, when uh, e-commerce was taking off, you know, you didn't yeah. really need to understand how the internet works yeah. to, be able, you know, to be able to set up a, a digital Retail shop. Yeah,
1: yeah, like like I haven't even heard the word e-commerce in like five <laughs> years. So Sorry. Like, yeah, like no, but like, that's the point. Like that used to be norm. I got my e-commerce shop. Go to, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going in a new direction. Um, look, this has been such a fantastic conversation. I, I'm kind of wondering though, where can people go next? Because, you know, if they're excited about this or maybe they want to see. Oh, it looks like we've actually got a question down here. <laughs> So I think the question was sort of around like anonymity um, or, or pseudonymity around crypto. And if you've got like a giant community, people are sort of using this even perhaps even through voting and governance. How does that play into the community side of it? Is that? that...
1: I think, I, I, think I, yeah, I, yeah? I understand the question. The question is what about anonymity as it relates to campaign finance contributions got is an it. important question. Yeah. And so, um, uh, well, so this, uh, to make a campaign contribution in, in America uh, at the federal level and mostly at the state and local level, uh, you need to enter in your personal information. You're mostly making those contributions with a credit card that's verified to your billing address. So there's a lot of steps in place. Um, to make sure that the person who's making this purchase is the person that's also connected to their credit card statements, Mm. uh, card. So you can't just buy this in an anonymous way. Mm -hmm. You actually have to fill out your first name, your last name, your home address, your employer, and your occupation. um, And you have to use a a credit card and it's probably going to be tied to to the billing address. So there's no ability to buy uh, this anonymously or donate anonymously. Um, so, which is, which is great. We wanted to make sure that this is um, compliant with all federal, state, and local rules, so I appreciate that question because it's one that's going to come up. It's certainly an important one to address, and it's certainly one that, that we as a platform have addressed.
0: Thank you. That's an awesome question. We actually don't have any more time for questions, and we're not meant to take them, but you guys are awesome, so you should stick I'll around just and chat We <laughs> talk afterwards. Yep. Um, but what can people do? So if they want to catch up, I mean there may or may not be an exciting announcement coming on Monday. How can people sign up and find out more?
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you want to um, uh, you know hear and see these like the first drops, go to electables.com, uh, e-l-e-c-t. Uh, A-B-L-E-S dot com, Uh, check it out, there's a little uh, little place you can subscribe at the bottom so you can get those first emails, and you can uh, buy some of the first NFTs ever minted uh, for uh, political candidates and and elected leaders, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by how impressive uh, the elected leaders are that are coming onto this platform.
0: Fantastic. I'm really excited to see the launch of the platform and who's coming on there. Um, such a brilliant use case. I love the fact that you're moving on from speculation and looking at different ideas around how NFTs can really bring a lot of people's lives. So everyone, if you want to chat to Brian, who's going to be here just side stage. So please stick around. Thank you so much for coming along.
1: Thank you. <laughs>